Welcome back everybody. Today I have a real treat for all the aspiring entrepreneurs out there. We have a very exceptional guest, a dynamic young entrepreneur who not only successfully launched her own company when she was 17, but also played a pivotal role in the growth of other businesses. Get ready to hear about an incredible story and what she is up to today. And how can you potentially work with her? Hello, everybody. Today we have Alexandra. Nice to meet you, Alexandra. Again, how are you? We doing? I'm good. Yeah. Just came from Slash. Yeah. How was that? It was good. Yeah. And you said it was a little bit underwhelming. You had higher expectations. Yeah, I think I I usually expect to just be there to meet people, oh, uh, do like a lot of stuff. I think I should have prepared more, so maybe next year. Yeah, yeah maybe <laughs> next year. All right. So, uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Like, uh, you have a very interesting background. Yeah. Um, so I'm Alexandra, I'm 26 years old. I'm originally from Romania. Um, I started my first company when I was 17, doing uh, science, ex- science experiments boxes for uh, children. So basically, like, uh, I didn't really know physics and chemistry that well, because everything was very theoretical. So then uh, I was like, it would be great if, if we could have like uh, something that is more fun, more practical. So then I saw that in the US, they were having these like, science experiments boxes and super big shows. So I was like, yeah, let's just replicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that together with like a lot of uh, friends that I met in different camps and in school. We were like 25 people working together to create like a science box and we did it. We also raised um, a crowdfunding campaign uh, of like 2000 euros at that time, uh, which was super exciting. Uh, we prepared a lot, learned a lot mm-hmm. um, and ended up, you know, uh, selling a lot of different boxes and traveling throughout Romania to the experiment with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a really forming experience for me, right? I was very young. I didn't know anything really. And uh, out of a sudden, you know, there were a lot of people and people had needs and then business wise meeting like big customers, like bands and marketing agencies and I didn't really know like you know, how to dress or like how to talk because like oh. it was sort of in your old making by banking people like hello yeah exactly <laughs> and I think they also enjoyed it because I was so different <laughs> uh-huh. but I don't know uh, but you're initiator of this whole thing and you've got like, collected 25 people uh, yeah exactly so in the beginning there were like 35 mm-hmm. people who wanted to join but then we ended up being just uh, 25 I see let's work together you know for a year with everything from like building customer personas that we learned, you know, like, it's just like, we just, uh, we just Googled everything. And- A bunch of seven yeah. year olds just doing business. Yeah. Cool. Um, what happened after that? Yeah. And then I decided that uh, it would be good if I would go and study mm-hmm. um, because I mean, it's been really successful. You know, I, I got into Forbes 30 under 30. I spoke at TEDx, you know, I just accomplished everything that I thought that I would. Like it, I wouldn't even think that I would have done that actually. But then I was like, yeah, but there should be something else uh, to it because uh, I didn't really know how to grow the company. I mean, starting it and like having fun was was easy. <laughs> but then, you know, numbers and all of that, I didn't know anything, of course. So I decided to go to this university called Minerva. So basically Minerva is like a very special university um, headquartered in San Francisco. The main thing that attracts everyone to it is the fact that you're traveling to seven different countries around the world in uh, in four years. Um, so I traveled to five or like six ish because it was Corona. So we couldn't really go to some, but I've been studying and working in some. So for example, San Francisco, uh, Korea, India, Germany, the UK, and I'm in Sweden when all the other countries were closed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working in some startups along the way. So like a clean meat company called new age meats in, in San Francisco, 
was like really exciting uh, to create like meat out of stem cells. Um, and then, you know, worked a bit in Berlin for Y42, like a really exciting startup in, in Germany. I joined when we were like under 20 people and we raised like the second highest uh, Series A in uh, Europe. In the stand, How much? 20, like 31 million euros. Mm-hmm. And then we grew the team to 150 people. So I was like, uh, in a year. In a year, and you were chief of staff. Yeah, like a different type of like very entrepreneurial roles in that company yeah. from entrepreneurial residence to these ops to chief of staff. So I tried it one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've done that for like two years. And now I'm in Stockholm. Yeah. And, and the way it all happened, it comes, you come from a very entrepreneurial background, like your parents are entrepreneurial and you've been mm-hmm. understanding that, you know, you don't think in terms of getting a job, you think in terms of, uh, okay, I need to pay people. Yeah. Like, or that, that was your parents' problems. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we were talking because the, my, both my mom and my dad, they, they started businesses um, and I grew up like that. Like, yeah. so I didn't have, you know, when we wanted to take holiday, we just took holiday. Yeah. It was not like, a, yeah, we need to plan and advise, adv- uh, advance or anything. Uh, but it was also much uh, more limiting because there were always, you know, problems when the markets were not going so good and mm. my parents' businesses were not going so good. So I'm used to this like fluctuation in like standards of life and like being mm. flexible. I think compared to others that are looking for a lot of stability. So I'm looking for exactly the opposite. So mm. yeah, I think that that's why. Also now, you know, after working in like heavy metal startup, working in many startups, I'm still like the best thing is like to have your own company and like go through all of those movements and like excitements and the hard things. Um, that's like what's stable in a sense for me. Um, I don't, I don't think I could. It's the entrepreneurial spirit of going up and down, experiencing both up and down and you just feel, you just feel uh... more at home in the sense, <laughs> Wow. Like yeah. more, more stable in a sense, because I know that. That's how it is. You're familiar with yes. you know, both bad and the good. Yeah, I think it becomes more and more obvious uh, while I like grow up in a sense. Yeah. But uh, that's like the normal. That's for normal. Me. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you were raised and that's how you went into life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's really unique uh, to to do that. Like so much luck, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to, to grow up in a family where, where you experience this. But um, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I never got actually a corporate job. Didn't, yeah, yeah, they didn't tell me so. <laughs> they didn't your cloak, yeah. <laughs> so, and I met once a guy in a, like a like a plane. He was working for this really big, um, really big company, and I was like, "Yeah, so can I come and work there?" And he's like, "Oh no, no, based on what you told me, you're not the good fit." <laughs> and I was like, "We talked for ten minutes, <laughs> like what?" It's like, "I oh, know you're too entrepreneurial." Like, uh, we don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's very, very, very interesting. So currently you are uh, located here in Stockholm and then you are involved with a company called MyStamp. And MyStamp is a company that uh, helps offline stores get online, right? Yeah, you, know? you could uh, put it like that. You, know, you want to explain more about it? Yeah, so I uh, so I moved to Stockholm uh, this year in January. And um, it's been, you know, given that I traveled so much um, and I didn't really have like a base for such a long time. You know, when I was in Romania, I had a lot of friends, a lot of connections. I knew so many people and then I moved abroad and then I was just traveling with like a few people that were my classmates and mm-hmm. meeting people in all of these countries, people that of course they were super cool, but you cannot keep in touch with right? yeah. if you if you live somewhere else. And then moving to Sweden, it's like definitely, you know, starting from scratch in a sense again, mm-hmm. again and again and again. Um, but I feel like at this point, I'm already like so used to it. It's like... Uh, what do I do? I need friends. I need uh, something that is meaningful. How do I get that? So then I went to a lot of events. 
Um, and then I met a lot of people and one of those people were Vincent that probably like people know about, uh, the super connector of Stockholm that basically connected me with the Ubit, which is an investment, like an operational VC here in Stockholm, uh, that they were looking for a new CEO for one of their portfolio companies. And I thought like, oh, that could be interesting. Let's see. Um, and the, the company that I'm talking about is MyStamp. So MyStamp basically, uh, started out as a digital stamp card company. So basically, you know, the stamp, like the physical, the physical ones where you like buy five coffees and then you get the coffee yeah. free. Which often the restaurants themselves initiate or a coffee shop, they initiate themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a really basic form of customer loyalty and like making people basically come back to your, mm-hmm. to your business. A lot of like coffee, sh- coffee shops, like lunch places, a lot of where it's like repeated business, like a lot of these places have it. And, um, the, the founder, like one, one of the founders, you know, uh, Jonathan, he experienced that a lot and he was like, yeah, I really want like one app where I can have all of my stamp cards in. And then, uh, he basically partnered with you a bit and they developed an app that does exactly that. Um, while now, you know, when I joined, I was thinking of like, what do I see as like an opportunity for, for this company? And I think. For me, like what is really motivating is this whole, like becoming the engine, um, of both like loyalty and marketing and acquisition for physical retail, because there's like so much that is happening in the online, uh, and it's so exciting, so much innovation, but so few of those things actually reach the offline because most of the owners, you know, they don't have budgets, you know, seen margins, they don't have budgets to hire somebody in marketing or like somebody in like customer success or like all of this, which Generally, I think if they would, they could probably like have a lot of, uh, better branding, better, yeah. much more customers. As you said, tight margins and often leave them just like a lean, being very basic. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then it's like, and it's not their thing. Like they are there to, I don't know, make pizza or yeah, like exactly. make really good, like smoothies. So we're talking about all, all kinds of restaurants and, uh, coffee shops and, uh, exactly like lunch places, coffee shops. Yeah. Uh, salons also like candy stores everything that is offline really uh that is not like a uh, online yeah and the market is huge for that a lot of yeah. how many people don't have anything digital uh, maybe a website yeah actually it would be surprised i think most of them have websites mm-hmm. i just think that websites in, in the end like you know customers that already want to come to your place they look at the menu which is basically the website mm-hmm. in in most cases but the all the sophisticated marketing, uh, like strategies and initiatives that most online companies do, they are like purely inaccessible to, mm-hmm. to the offline. So I think what I, I see myself becoming is this engine that starts from the customer retention. So basically starts with understanding what are your best customers? How are they like, uh, how are they behaving? What's their like uh, ideal customer profile in that sense? Mm-hmm. And then how do we make them happy so that they return more often and become a bit more loyal to the yeah. brand? And then later, you know, based on that persona, how do we look into the market for people that fit that persona in our market? Because we have an app mm-hmm. um, that could basically um, go and become a loyal customer of another store. Yeah. So it's thinking of it backwards. I think most companies think like, how do we help land spaces get more customers? Because that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants more customers. Yeah. But honestly, I think, you know, they end up paying a lot of money, both in discounts and in like fees to those uh, companies. Uh, for one-time customers that are basically not at all people that would, would visit and like become loyal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really expensive, right? Because the customer acquisition cost is high. The lifetime value is really low. Mm-hmm. So what are you really paying for? Yeah. Uh, I think basically, I think offline, like physical retail just deserves a better solution. 
like some something that is made with their interests in mind, something that is like preserving their like margins, yeah. you know, they're so so low and like just creating this like happy, loyal, like growing loyal customer base that they can have. And that is all done through the this uh, platform. Exactly. Yeah. So this is like what platform and what does it do? And yeah, I think like this is a bit from the perspective of the merchant, like how we help the merchants, and then there's also the perspective of the user because we are a B two B two C. So yes, we sell to the merchants, but then uh, in the end, you know, our biggest main customer is the user. So people like you and I that live in a place and they just want to go out to different stores. Maybe I get my coffee every day from from one coffee shop and then I have lunch next to the office and then mm-hmm. I, every Friday I buy candy from, from the store, right? So for me, it's like as a user, I would be able to have all that loyalty uh, in my stamp, be able to have like point systems, like accumulate points for different merchants or stamp cards, depending on what the merchant decides uh, and just have this like journey that is tailored to me and recognizes that I am a good customer, like loyal customer of this place. And then ultimately, you know, also look at, at other places around where I could become loyal in, in the MyStamp app. So it's a bit like an all-in-one tool uh, for me to have all my all my loyalty. All of you, yeah, yeah, I see, I see. And uh, I mean, it seems, I mean, the potential for this is, is pretty huge. So it's only a matter of uh, growing the team big enough for this to expand. And you already, in a way, colonized uh, Gothenburg, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so you have a, so when I see the, when I saw the, um, the map, you know, my stamp, you get to see all the locations that have even within my stamp. And in Gothenburg, it's, uh, it became a thing. Yeah, exactly. We have over 150 uh, offers in the app in Sweden mm-hmm. and a bit in the Netherlands. Uh, and uh, yeah, most of them are in are in Gothenburg uh, because that's where also the founders are from. So they started out as a market there. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit interested in Stockholm because I live here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, it's really good, you know, in, in cities. Yeah. Uh, but I think generally, you know, what, what I start learning more and more is that all of us have those places. All of us have those places where we want to go all the time because we love them. Exactly. I don't. Exactly. I haven't met anyone who's like, yeah, every time I go and take my coffee from another place. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, everybody's getting the same thing from the same place. Yeah. Right. Like, I think it's a sense of like security. Mm-hmm. Like, I just know this is my place. You know, I yeah. identify my, myself with this. Uh, Correct. Coffee and, shop. and we're creatures of routine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it's a bit like. Uh, Helping you with those routines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And it's 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 like a sort of like a perfect product market fit because uh, there is obviously a need uh, because um, the merchants don't have the time or the technology or the people or the money to make a system uh, tailored to them. So this is like a universal uh, platform for merchants uh, and customers to go through to to create loyalty and to create. So what what is the future of the app like? Uh, um, yeah, could you t- tell more about the future? Yeah. Yeah. So how how we see a bit the future is like you know until now we we did a lot of stamp cards, mm-hmm. um, but we believe that you know the ultimate way to do it is like to gamify it a bit more mm-hmm. and have a point system in place where you like accumulate points to the merchants where you where you shop, and then based on that you get different rewards at different point levels. So it's a typical you know. I don't know. There are so many big companies who are having like points. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give you points for your purchases. Uh, so we are developing that and we already lies with a few locations where we have a point system instead of a temp- stamp card, which also allows us to understand a bit more of the customer behavior and do everything that I've been telling you about, right? Mm-hmm. Like recommend different places and understand mm-hmm. the personas, understand the purchasing behavior. So all of this can be done when you understand like how people buy. Mm-hmm. So we are moving more towards that. And at the core, you know, I feel like you're also sensing a bit, you know, becoming a bit more of a data 
data company in that sense. So understanding the user and uh, making it easy for the user to get rewarded at their favorite places, but also discover new places that they would love. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a big vision in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think there is so much opportunity in while doing that, right? You can work with so many brands. You can work with like, it's just, it's, at that point, if we just get to do that, it's like a this vast amount of opportunity in front of us that we can do basically everything. Amazing, amazing. And currently, how many people are at my stab? Hmm? Uh, so it's me. Um, and then there's a previous uh, CEO that is also working in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Umit, our like investor. They are helping us with the platform. So they are our tech team, mm-hmm. as you could say. Um, then we have a few more salespeople on the ground and, uh, we are actually looking for more <laughs> yeah. salespeople. Like, I think, um, you know, for us, it's like, we have a lot of the technology done, uh, and improving, uh, we have already a lot of uh, customers that we are talking to and like improving the product based on what they say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right now, because it seems like, you know, the puzzle pieces are a bit like in, like they, they, they are quite close together. Yeah. I think what we are distributors. Exactly. So we are like focusing now a lot on sales. Mm-hmm. Um, because we know, you know, that we can provide value to the customer and we know that with our new technologies, we can provide even more value than we did before. Um, so it's just a matter of, you know, making people know about it and making like uh, merchants know about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically if you if you if you resonate with uh, with uh, Alexander's uh, story and resonate with Alexander's company. Uh, well, it's such a company. It's a company you're appointed CEO. Or I'm actually, you know, we. I am. It is my company. It's it also my company, in a in a sense. So it's not, I'm not just the appointed CEO. Ah, uh-huh, okay, okay. Uh, it is your. Yeah, I mean, it's quite early stage, so you need to have an incentive. I see. I see. How low, how big do you think this company can grow? Really big. <laughs> I mean, that's the, also the reason why I joined because I see like a really big future. I see like the potential. So. Now it's just about moving fast and like get there like as fast as possible. Yeah, I see, I see. And uh, the purpose of this uh, episode is actually to invite people who resonate with uh, Alexandra and her story and the company to reach out and to get a conversation going and uh, potentially meet her and uh, develop a uh, develop a relationship and develop a potential collaboration. And uh, yeah, if you're willing to help my staff grow to next level. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, I just want to get across that. Uh, I would love to meet ambitious people. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, uh, I've been a lot in ambitious type of circles and I know the power of uh, generalist uh, ambitious people, mm-hmm. what what they can do, especially in early stage. So if you identify yourself with that, please feel free to reach out and see if we if we can do something together. But also like, you know, on the, on the sales side, uh, as I said, you know, I think my stamp is like that at least in, in some ways, like a really good school of sales. Like you, you get to learn so much about how to sell the people. Yeah. If you work for like a, it's been door-to-door sales, like a mix of B2B SaaS and door-to-door sales. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you also have an interest in like learning that or just like proving yourself, uh, I think it's like a, it would be a really fun, uh, fun thing. So please reach out. I'm yeah. very open. You can reach out on LinkedIn, email, whatever. <laughs> awesome. Great. Thank you guys for joining and uh, see you next time.